You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble in Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. And if you guys were wondering, where was episode 41? Uh, we we launched our sister podcast called Escape from SideQuest, and uh, we're doing some gaming shit. So watch our E3 predictions, which is in our YouTube feed, which is in Big Trouble Little Podcast. Um... Yeah, so we're at episode 41 right now. Uh, our movie of the week is The Void, which was on Netflix, and we'll get into that briefly after we do some... Andy, what the hell have you been watching or doing these past two weeks? Um, I know I watched more, but two weeks is so hard to try to remember. I got back into Deep Space Nine. Eh. Um, I rewatched Apocalypse Now. Eh. I actually <laughs> watched it on uh, Memorial Day. And uh, I went and saw Solo, a Star Wars story. Solo, right. a, a needless subtitle. All right, let, let's get into this because we didn't talk about it last week, obviously, because we were doing a gaming podcast. But and I'm about to call. <coughs> ah, I'm dying. Um, so spoilers, by the way, uh, if you haven't noticed, we always spoil things on our podcast because we play them. And we expect it, you guys to play it too, I guess, and watch or whatever. Uh, but I enjoyed Solo. Um, it's not doing really well in box office, probably because... I don't understand why. Like, what's wrong with that movie? What's wrong with people for not wanting to see it? It's fine. It's fun. I think it's from the hate of The Last Jedi, so they're protesting. Which I totally agree, because Kathleen Kennedy is not good for Star Wars. Uh, the film though was great, but you could tell. I shit. think it's her birthday. It was today or yesterday? What? Kathleen Kennedy's birthday. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I saw it on Facebook. I heard a lot of rumblings that she's gonna be stepping down, and that they are gonna find a Star Wars czar to step in and kind of because she's not into Star Wars apparently. Like, she doesn't know the lore enough. She's just a businesswoman. Which totally happens in Hollywood, where they hire these business people to run things. Yeah, I don't think it's realistic to expect someone who's got Wikipedia memorized running the show. Mm -hmm. But I like the guy who played Han Solo. I thought he did really good. Um, Donald Glover, best Lando, besides Billy Dean. Is the only Lando besides Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. I I thought he pr- played really well. I think what really, uh, and, and this is kind of gonna get a political, but I'm not gonna go deep into it. But I hate what uh, SJWs do before a film comes out is they say, 
oh, this character is this or this character is that. Like there was a little short story from one of the writers saying that, oh, Lando is a pansexual. Oh, it wasn't even a story. They asked him in an interview, hey, could Lando be a pansexual? And he was like, yeah, I guess. And that was it. That's what people were aiming with. So I guess it was skewed by people. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even blame him. They, I mean, what was he supposed to say? No, and then look bad, or say yeah, and you know, get what he got, which was positive attention. I thought it was a little weird with the robot. The, the I forgot her her. Body. Oh, yeah, L three was the worst character. Yeah, like like the whole you know, can you do that thing with your finger again? I'm like, is I thought Disney was like a kids. <laughs> Like I I I I found it funny. Like I snickered a little bit, but I'm like, they're aiming for kids, so why put that joke in there? Like you could do other things. Be like, hey, can you? Um... Well, that's that's why it's funny. Is what she says isn't inherently sexual. That's what your brain assigned to it. Mm-hmm. A child would hear that and think it was like something gross. Or, or like annoying, you know, like doing homework. Oh, I don't want to do that. It sounds like a pain in the neck, you know. That that's why that's why it's funny because you have an adult brain and you thought it was like something like oh he's gonna put his finger in a robot vagina and recalibrate her ovaries or something. Yeah, they they didn't say what it was. It could have it could have been nothing. Hmm. Um. The whole you know robots uprising and you know equal rights to robots and shit. I was like. Yeah, that was funny when all the robots and then the slaves rose up. I liked that. She was just she was just an annoying robot, and I was just like, well, I'm not feeling it. Like C three PO is annoying, but at least he, he you know has R two D two to kind of like you know yell at him and shit. Like, yeah, three PO is endearing. L three was not endearing at all. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the whole plot? Did you think everything happened too quickly? And the whole thing, because it felt like it felt like they fired two directors, and then Ron Howard came in and tried to paste everything. Oh, maybe I don't know. I thought the pacing. I, honestly, I went into this movie expecting it to be like a huge train wreck. Mm-hmm. But honestly, even though there was a train wreck in the movie, it was it wasn't that bad. I just made that joke up, by the way. I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah, I'm, but, I, was, uh, I was trying to find that right. or something but, like that. Uh, I, don't know, I thought it was fine. I thought it was paced real well. There's a few things in there that feel like they were left over from the other directors, some stuff that's a little hammy. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see the movie they would have made just so I can understand, like, you know, the differences and, you know, get a, get a look at that production and stuff. But I thought, I, I thought it was good. I wasn't bored at all. And I, the the one thing I've been saying about this movie like when people are like, oh, I don't know if I'll see it. I heard this, that, and the other. And I always tell them the same thing. Every single character in this movie is more interesting and has more character development than every single character in Rogue One rolled into one. Yeah. All the characters in Rogue One suck. Every character in Solo is interesting, at least, if not also cool and and lots of other stuff. Like I said, I don't like the character of L3, but still, she had a, you know, a clear personality and wanted to do something like when she died i didn't care i was like yeah. oh, okay that that robot's dead that thing died i know i'm not supposed to think that but um darth maul <laughs> yeah all the other characters though well, okay darth maul still has no personality but he doesn't count he's not like in the movie you know the the, the actual movie but yeah the 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 woman whatever her name was i knew it i was talking Kyra. to someone yesterday. 
Wait, what? Kira? Kara? Kira. Kira's right. interesting. Lando's awesome. Han's awesome. Chewbacca is hilarious. He steals every scene. Chewbacca's great. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson did great. Uh, that that uh, his his like little pilot guy, the guy with four arms. The character was interesting. I wish I could have seen more of that. I was talking to a friend about it. I said uh, I wish they would have just nixed L three and given all of her screen time to that guy. Yeah, he was funny as shit. But I didn't like. I don't know too much of like lore besides the whole. Uh, the trilogies and what what we see in like movies and shit, but like the books and the what I call side quests, I guess, <laughs> instead of the main storyline. Um, I don't know too much, so I don't know if those characters were in the lore because uh, I definitely wanted to see the that like multi armed creature guy because he was funny. He was he was uh he's happy from Iron Man. John Favreau, am I saying? Oh, no, really? That was John Favreau. Yeah, know. yeah, he was, but, he was that guy. Yeah, I'm sure you can expect to see like him spun off, and he'll be in some comic books. There'll be like a prequel to like Woody Harrelson before he was that or whatever. Maybe. Um, there yeah. were some fun references to the extended universe in this movie that I caught. They mentioned Bosk, which I laughed at. Um, she knows. Uh, she pronounced it weird which i'm sure is the way you're supposed to pronounce it but she says she was taught like terakasai or terakasa or whatever it is it's the name of that shitty fighting video game for the playstation one <laughs> um and also something no one else seems to have noticed but when they're in that bar they're like oh you're the one who killed ara singh just for doing the galaxy that favor blah blah blah. ara singh is that like weird looking albino red clad bounty hunter that you get one glimpse of during the pod race in episode one, and then she ended up with all of her own books and comics and shit. Okay. I think she might have been in the TV show, too. I don't know. Now, the other rival uh, pirates and shit, the one, the female, which we thought was, like, the the villain of the, the film. Marauders. When, did you, did, how many people were in the theater when you saw Solo? I don't know. Ten or less. Did I, did they have the same reaction when the, she took up well, that when she took up the helmet and people were like happy about like they were like it's supposed to be a relevant character because my whole theater were like cheered and I'm like what the f I don't even know who this character is oh is she from something else I have no idea I, th I that's thought that was a brand new character no no one in my theater twitched a muscle they were just like oh it's it's a woman yeah and. Uh, when and and people really cheered when we saw Darth Maul, and I'm like badass. Like, I think that's what kind of saved the film for me. Because here's what I thought of Solo. I thought Solo was a fun film. Uh, it started dragging a little bit near the end. It had that cliche of uh, you know we have to defeat this villain, which is oddly funny that it's the same actor who plays Vision and. In the Marvel movie, Avengers. And I was like, okay, they're obviously going to win because we all know Han Solo lives, so there's not going to be, like, a payoff. Yeah, but you got to you gotta give him this. Like, in the first scene of that movie, you're like, oh, this bitch is dead. That woman is going to die because I did not see her in A New Hope. And obviously Han is unattached to anyone. But they don't, they don't kill Kira. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's what I liked about it at the end. I'm like, 
okay, so they're going to do more because I want to know more about the relationship with her and Darth Maul and where they, um, you know, go on from this. Do you see... We know what they're going to do with Darth Maul. The, the moment we got out of the movie theater, the guy I saw with, I told him that. So he's 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 my proof that I figured this out before it's official or whatever. But, um, I mean, they, they've got to make that Obi-Wan movie that obi-wan movie now right i mean yeah. they have to I mean, darth maul's gonna be the bad guy yet. that's gotta be what happens yeah because in the cartoon uh him and uh obi-wan get into like a lightsaber fight on tatooine before obi-wan meets with luke skywalker so that movie needs to happen so it's, it's interesting i recommend go seeing it um if you're still doing the protest on Kathleen Kennedy, I guess, you know, I guess still stand your ground. But, you know, somehow watch it without paying money. <laughs> um, Let's see. I haven't been doing anything as far as watching movies. I mean, I rewatched A Void for this week's episode. But... I've been watching a lot of, and this is gaming related, but I guess me watching it, watching like other podcasts and YouTubers discuss their E3 predictions, and it was cool. But I won't go into deep detail since it's gaming and this is a movie podcast. I didn't realize that was such a thing to do predictions. What, an E3? Yeah. Apparently that's like the most thing to do on like YouTube if you're a content creator or a podcaster. Oh. That's why I find it like fun to do with me and you every year so that we could, you know, hype each other up and most likely be wrong on all our predictions. But uh, let's get into our movie of the week, The Void. Um I when I first saw this film, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because the first scene is them running out of this house and there's triangle sim- symbols and shit. And the the first thing that came to my mind while seeing this town was it had like a Silent Hill feel to it. Uh, and then as the movie gone on, I'm like, hmm, it's kind of feeling like uh, John Carpenter, Carpet the 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 thing, or yeah, thing vibe out of it for sure. And Hellraiser, especially near the end, with with the uh, the villain of the film. I'll say right off the bat, the acting sucked in this film. I thought the dialogue and the writing was kind of B-rated in yeah. a way. Uh, it, it's an indie film. It's made in Canada, I believe. And uh, there's a lot of can, uh, Canada actors, too. But the premise of the story is that there's, like, this cult uh, religion, which involves, like, sex and shit. And um, it's about a cop... Uh, a son and a father, uh, a granddad and a granddaughter who's pregnant, and then you have the the nurse who is you know the wife of the cop, and they all have like what what you see right off the bat is a lot of children, like obviously the pregnant granddaughter. Uh, you learn about the cop and the wife who lost a child, and then you learn about the doctor. <laughs> uh the doctor in the hospital 
uh, also lost a child. So there was a lot of themes to that. And even the father and the son, um, the, the father with the shotgun who was chasing the guy, the, the druggie, yeah. he, he also lost his daughter. And <laughs> sneezing. And I, I thought... That's just implied, right? Like, he's got that that kid's shoe or something. Mm-hmm. Right. What I noticed in the town when I said it was Silent Hill, it was very, like, even though it could be, like, a small town and everybody's sleeping and shit, but I felt like that town was fucking dead. Like, there was nobody there. <laughs> Did I didn't you... notice anything in the town besides the hospital. Mm-hmm. Which the hospital was on fire, apparently. Like that's why they were. Uh... It was previously on fire. They were they were working on it. Yeah, and they were moving. Apparently, that's why. Uh... When one of the nurses like we hired you, she told the other nurse, the Asian nurse, that uh, we hired you to put files into boxes, and she's like, hey, "We got computers now," and she's like, "Computers can put files in boxes, like." That's the joking of the film. That's like the only joke, I think. But there were so many scenes where you as the audience and even the people in the fucking film were just confused the whole time. Like, you have these white hood people with triangles on their face, like, standing outside with knives. Yeah, that was weird. Why do they have knives and not guns? I don't know. Yeah, that... Like, I kept expecting there to be some reason for that, but there, there never was. It was strange. I'm guessing they were creatures, because... I... I don't know if they would have, like, regular people just following like that. Like, here's the thing with the film. They never explain anything. Yeah, not really. And they just say, hey, there's this void, this abyss, uh, there's this religion, there's this leader, and... You you don't have to worry about dying again because you turn into these fucking weird ass, uh, the thing creatures and with tentacles and very gruesome. This movie, um, especially when you're seeing a nurse stab a fucking patient with a scissor, and then you just see, <laughs> like, but it's got practical effects, and I loved it for that. Yeah, especially when you when they're peeling up the skin, like I cringed at that, like. Skin peeling off and just seeing like muscles exposed, like, ugh, I can't take that. But I kept on wanting to go further into finding out what this void was, and I will say I was disappointed, but appreciated not knowing what it was. I liked not knowing what it was. I thought it was neat. It was just like a place. And he was getting weird demon powers. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's all I need to know. I don't. I don't care. I don't need a flashback to when the Nazis did a bunch of experiments, or some shit, or 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 something about aliens. I don't. I don't care. I, there. There was. There was a clear good guy and bad guy situation. They had to overcome some odds. There were some really great effects. That was perfect. This is exactly what I want out of these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And. Uh... The whole, when the doctor is like, I'm going to bring my daughter and put her vessel into your baby kind of thing. And when that creature just pops out of her, I was like, holy fuck, that thing was in her? Yeah, how? That was weird. Like, it was immediately, like, 
11 feet tall or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a big baby. <laughs> and uh, it, it was good. Um, I know the casual watcher w- would want something that is going to be told to them on what this place is and why it's there. But that's why you got to use your brain. You got to think. It, the whole time I thought this was more of their depression like what they were going through right now is all each of their depression of losing somebody like obviously they lost a child so all that hell and shit that they were saying and uh like the void was like accepting i guess suicide in a way if you think about it like hey you know I know depression sucks and hell sucks right now in life, but if you join this void, everything will be okay. You won't have to worry about death. And at the end, when you see the the cop or the sheriff and Allison holding hands, it's like they accepted, you know, dying, I guess. Or Yeah, where are they? The afterlife? They're like in the void, but they're not. It's weird. Well, the thing is, the doctor, like, he persuades them to do evil things in order to become one of the creatures. I don't know why you would want to become the creature. Like, I don't He made that sound like it was a um, transformation that's going to be the, for, for the better of you. Is that because of immortality? Like, you won't have to worry about dying, but you'll look like this? Like, why would you want to look like that? You look yeah. like... Because if you notice, the the first nurse, when she stabs the patient, she does the deed for the doctor and then turns into the creature. And I believe, the, um, by the way, that, 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 that other sheriff guy, Mitchell, dick. The state cop. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't understand what his problem was. Like, out of nowhere, he's just like the hugest dick. And there's really no reason for it. And you never really learn about the the uh, the sheriff's dad. They kept on referring to that. They're like, yeah, you're talking about his dad. Um, there was no reason for that, was there? Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, his dad gets mentioned several times, and it's like, no one cares. It's like, do you want to end up like your dad? And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? What's his the dad? The doctor talks about how he knew his dad, and the cop knew his dad, and I, I guess it's just to show, oh, he's been in this town his whole life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's my best guess. Or maybe his dad was just like a a deadbeat or something like that. I don't know. And I don't know if he was messing around. I guess it seemed real because the the reaction he did when he took the axe to Allison in the in the room because she had old tentacles coming out of her belly and shit. Mm-hmm. Um he's like, I saw your face when you found out your child died and it was re- relief. And then the reaction after that is he takes an axe and starts, you know, killing Allison. Which makes me believe that he forced him to do an evil deed. And that's why when he was in the room with the triangle and shit that was glowing, he's like, to join me, all you have to do is die. And I guess become what he is, whatever. Kind of looked like Hellraiser to me. I, I liked what he looked like, but it was obviously a voiceover. Like, it clearly wasn't the same actor. So when he would speak, there was a weird, like, oh, this is a VO. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Did you catch that Hellraiser scene, by the way, that they copied with the the walls closing in? Uh, I mean, I did see the walls closing in. I've never seen Hellraiser, though, so... You never saw Hellraiser? Yeah. It's a good film. I was like, they stole that from that movie. That's funny. <laughs> well, they didn't steal it. They were influenced into doing that. I mean, walls close and other things. There's a pair of walls that are closing and Final Fantasy IV off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of, we call it, I guess what they experienced in that basement wasn't real, like the whole area. Like, because of the walls closing in and stuff that I guess that meant that it wasn't there. Like I can't I can't really explain this movie because I don't know what's going on. You just know what the 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 characters know in there. I like that things are scarier if you don't know what they are or how to explain them. Mhm. Well what what scenes did you like in that film or what you didn't like? I loved all the practical effects. They were fantastic. Um I don't like uh, at the beginning when the, the two guys first turn up and they want to kill the, the drug addict or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, every, and everyone's like, oh, I don't trust you. Oh, I'm going to kill all of you. You're not going to live. It, it's like, guys, quit dicking around. We all know. I mean, all of us have seen a movie before. You're all going to end up working together. Just quit screwing around or someone kills somebody. I, I don't know. I know it's a trope they don't trust each other and stuff like that. And it adds drama, but I, I just kind of wanted them to move past it and get on to, Oh, there's a bunch of cultists and monsters to fight. Well, that's, what's funny too, is because you know, the whole, we're not knowing what's going on. Um, the father and son felt like they had history of what is going on with this cult group. Yeah. There's that weird flashback. Yeah. When they, you know, when the doctor kind of puts him into like the reality of their tragedy. And I guess the son had a chance to attack whatever killed the daughter. And he kind of blamed him. He just talked about, you should have protected him or something. Mm -hmm. Sorry about the dog barking because people like to bother my dog and that's why they keep on barking. So I apologize. Um, what else to talk about this? I mean, there's really nothing to talk about. The scenes were pretty much in that hospital. I mean, there's several really good shots. I remember. I like when the lights hang and it's killing the state cop. That's that's excellent. Um, can't remember others. I just remember there were several times when I was like, "Oh wow, that's a really nice shot. It's really well composed. This looks great." Mm-hmm. I like when it's pulling back when he's killing his wife with uh, the axe. And there's no sound, but you can see his silhouette on the door swinging the axe. That's really cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like when they're going to get the shotgun, and he turns on the sirens, and he just you just see like the whole place being surrounded by the the people in the the white coats and shit, or the white drapes, whatever. I thought that was a good shot. Um, I don't know. It, it had that Silent Hill feel. I was waiting for like those nurses in the basement to like moving like zombies and shit, which 
when they were walking in the basement and seeing all those mutated people was fucking freaky as fuck. Yeah, I like when they all start standing up too. That's fucking scary. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, the practical effects is when the uh, the big ass baby comes out of the chick and <laughs> stomps on one of the heads. I, I was like, would they put a watermelon under there? <laughs> that would have probably been a practical. Uh, whatever, but uh, I just thought it was funny when they had like that zoom shot of the head exploding. Thought that was pretty cool. Um, do you recommend this film? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, if you're that type of person that always wants answers, uh, questions to be answered in the film, you're not going to get it in this film. Uh, but being in that moment and not knowing what the fuck is going on, it keeps you on the edge of the seat, and it really uh, gets you gets your heart racing in a way. It's not, it's not like a straight... Would you consider this a straight-up horror film? Mm, I guess. I was looking online afterwards, and somewhere classified it as a mystery? That's definitely wrong. <laughs> I think it's more of a horror thriller, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, horror sci-fi, horror, something like that. Yeah, I... It's scary, I, though. It's a horror movie, if you ask me. Yeah, I definitely recommend this film. Uh, yeah, it's good. Just just the practical effects and just the weirdness of it. And I think that's why it got big when it first came out, because people were like, what the fuck is this film? Then you had the people who were like, well, they didn't really answer anything, so it's a shit movie. And I'm like, that's eh, wrong. It had a weird development. It's like a British-Canadian-American production, and it had a TVMA rating, but I guess it had a limited theatrical run mm-hmm. in the a and a, it was weird. It was crowdfunded, which I also thought was strange. Mm-hmm. That, that that's funny. It, there must be a book somewhere or, the, or a series that I need to look up. Maybe that's where they explain the void. Maybe there's like a comic book or something. God, I hope there's not. <laughs> um, Andy, what is our movie for for the next episode of Big Turn well, Podcast? You made me watch something that you'd already seen, so we're going to trade like we usually do. Um, for some reason, Netflix just added Lupin Third: Castle of Cagliostro. Uh, it's an anime movie, and it's one of my favorites. I love this movie. It is based on a pre-existing franchise, Lupin Third. He's like a, a suave thief. He's the grandson of um, uh, Arsene Lupin, like the, the gentleman thief from Europe. But... It, you can watch it on its own. You don't have to have watched Lupin. Really, immediately you get the idea of what's going on. It was uh, directed by uh, Hayao Miyazaki before he founded Studio Ghibli. He did this and then moved on to other things, including Studio Ghibli, where he is famous for Spirited Away and uh, My Neighbor Totoro, Princess Mononoke, and stuff like that. But I think you're going to like this movie. It's It's a lot of fun. I like fun animes, so yeah. I'm hyped to see that movie. Probably watch it next week after I watch a lot of E3 press conferences because yep. that's what I'm going to be watching next week. <laughs> but it's on Netflix, so definitely go watch it before two weeks passes and then come back and listen to, to what Dubs thinks about it. I already said I like it. It's one of my favorites. Sweet.
All right, guys. Well, let's get into our news that matter to us. I got a few news to talk about. Kind of short news. I'm not going to go into deep detail about it. Uh, we talked about Solo before. Uh, apparently, we just got pulled back into the start of the show. We already talked about this, kind of. Yeah, we kind of alluded that you know they're not doing good in box office, but apparently Disney is to lose over fifty million dollars on the Solo Star Wars story. Um, I think it was during opening weekend, which was Memorial uh, weekend, where they didn't even break the hundred million mark. Oh, this is fucking stupid. Uh, it's global run stagnating at two hundred and sixty-four point two million dollars. That's a failure now. God damn, Hollywood needs to fucking check its shit. Well, that's the thing. They don't look at the movies itself anymore. They they look at, you know, what are they going to make an opening weekend? And I think that's a retarded thing to look at. Because... Yeah. Don't spend so much money on these movies is, is one thing. I honestly don't think they have to. I, I think they could have made Solo for half the money. Of course, I mean, you fire some directors, you get Ron Howard, you got to throw some money around. But, I mean, who's the biggest actor in this movie? I guess Woody Harrelson. So the money wasn't going there. I guess there's a ton of special effects, but just tone it down, make the same movie. Mm -hmm. It's a waste. It's really stupid. And, you know, because they have the Star Wars product, they think that it's supposed to be, like, in these high millions. Like, it goes back to, like... I know gaming in a way. You have Assassin's Creed, which came out every year, and people got tired of that. Big time. So Star Wars is going to get that fatigue. Um, soon, hopefully, <laughs> and this is my opinion, um, superheroes are going to get fatigued. Yeah, uh, it's sure, certainly taken long enough. And they're still making some good superhero movies. I've got on record saying I'm fucking sick of superhero movies, but I liked Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, hate, I hate to be a hypocrite, but yeah, I mean, make some different stories too, guys. I just think they need to change it up. Like, they need to go away from, you know, the Luke Skywalker era. They need to do something new. They need to make a road movie where where two people are just in a in a speeder or a ship just get across the universe and it's like a light comedy element. They need to do um, a, a kid-centric movie about like one of the, the cuter races and it's it's got some extra like porgy Ewok nonsense in it. They need to do uh, ooh, like a horror movie place in, like inside a, a giant space worm or something like that. Like I, Not every Star Wars movie has to have the exact same tone and feel. You have a whole universe. Do something with it. Yeah, and I, I think that's where they fail in a way. Is a, uh, you know, they try to stick to something where everything connects, and they try to do the the Marvel thing, and it's not working in a way. I mean, at least they're not doing it correctly. They they all have to somehow cater to each other. And then you have the people like Ryan Johnson, uh, who like to do try to try to do something new with an established uh, characters like Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Han Solo. Well, Han Solo was in the Last Jedi, but just each director is trying their own thing. They just need to stop that. <laughs> 
Like, if you're going to do a trilogy, you have to communicate with each other. So you you are going the other way with it. You think they need to keep it safe and make movies that are all like the already established Star Wars movie. Well, in the Luke Skywalker era, when you have established characters, you keep with that. But I think with the whole new universe, like another part of the universe and new characters and new ways of thinking could work in the universe, but not in the old Star Wars. That That's my only thing. Nah, I don't think... No, I've already seen A New Hope. I've already seen Attack of Clones. I've already seen these other Star Wars movies. I want to see something new. Well, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't care if it takes place during New Hope. I, I want it to be different. I'm, I, I don't want to see the same thing anymore. Well, yeah, I don't want to yeah, see the same story again, but I don't want to see... Luke Skywalker potentially being a coward on an island when he's not a coward. Is he not? He's not a coward. I mean, I still think he's a coward for, you know, doing a hologram or a ghost force thing with Kylo. He kind of did, you know, I tricked you. I'm not really here kind of thing, but I don't know. Well, what's the difference from what he did to if he'd have turned up and died in person. Well, they both had the same effect, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and then they would have had to wait for him to get there, which would have made even less sense than what we got. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We had this great debate. We don't need another great debate. I mean, I agree. I, I agree new... Um, New things need to happen in stars. They need new, fresh ideas. But I, I don't know. Doing it with established characters is a great thing to do, especially when it's well, established. They did that with Rogue One, and Rogue One favorites. So I don't know. But the Rogue One, we Rogue had one, ideas yeah. of what it might be, and then they finally put it on there. Apparently, they were contracted to do more movies, and then they were like, fuck it, everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, I guess Gareth Edwards gets another movie he's going to direct. I mean, obviously, it won't be about those characters. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess if you direct one Star Wars movie, you get more. No one directs just one. Ryan Johnson gets a trilogy, Gareth Edwards gets another movie. Well, we'll see if that happens. I wonder if Ron Howard's going to get more. I would I would rather see a Ron Howard trilogy than a Ryan Johnson tri- trilogy. I don't think Ron Howard's going to make a trilogy. He's not that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I think he got to dip a toe in Star Wars, and now I think he's going to go back to make other stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, enough Star Wars. We talk about Star Wars a lot. We do. It's true. <laughs> um, I guess kind of still kind of talking about Star Wars since Donald Glover was in solo but um there's a short list that warner brothers is you know kind of thrown out there into the public that they want two people to play willy wonka and one is an african-american which is donald glover and the other is you know obviously white uh ryan gosling and i'm okay with both Ron Gosling is like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite actors right now. But I don't know if he should play Willy Wonka. That would be weird. He's too... I I mean, it's probably just the movies I see him in because I like to see ref in movies and stuff like that. But 
he he seems too like aloof and violent to do that. And I he's an actor; he can do multiple things. But I, I think about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think about uh, Drive and a place beyond, uh, beyond uh, between or beyond a place between the vines, stuff like that. I don't know if I see him in that role, but maybe that's why he's such a good actor. He can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Donald Glover, yeah, that'd be cool. I I, I can get behind that. Yeah, and I, I think I would go with Donald Glover because I think he has the personality that Willy Wonka, Willy, Willy, Willy Wonka has. And right, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, he's got, like, a charisma and a charm. And a- yeah, Ryan Gosling, yeah, Ryan like, most of his movies, he's usually, like, a silent uh, <laughs> character. Yeah. But he, he does play it off well. I mean, he did do that that musical with uh, Emma Stone. That's true. I know he's done but my 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 money would be Donald Glover. I mean, obviously, obviously, the whole diversity thing would be great. Um, and not even thinking about that politically, I think Donald Glover is a great actor. So that's my that's thing. Fine. And they really don't go into deep detail into the article. Apparently, Glover has been reportedly uh, chasing the role, uh, while Miller and Gosling have previously worked with Warner Brothers. Because of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Well, who Miller? Miller. I don't know who Miller they're talking about. Oh, Ezra Miller. Oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> uh, Paddington director Paul King is set to helm the new Willy Wonka film. Really? Okay. Um, set before the events of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So is what? So is this a prequel to that? I'm guessing. We'll learn a little bit more about the chocolate factory and what his intentions are, I guess. I don't I guess know. he goes and finds all the Oompa Loompas and yeah, how he whatever it was called. I can't remember what the name of the land was called. And they all get gobbled up by the blub something. Uh, this, this sentence scares me. David Heyman, Harry Potter, is producing the film at Warner Brothers in the hopes of starting a franchise. No. Yeah. That's what makes money now. You gotta make a franchise or fuck you. <sighs> Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel, DC. So they're gonna build this Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory universe, and they're gonna have a little um let's look at Willy. Let's learn about the Oopa Loopas. Let's learn about fucking Charlie. We're gonna have like a Charlie solo movie. <laughs> Piss. I don't need a Charlie bucket on the streets of, of Bullshitsville solo movie. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, I do like the short list, and I'm interested in how they're going to do it. Uh, hopefully, it will be better than the Johnny Depp one, because the Johnny Depp one was scary to me. <laughs> and I, I don't want that, the the same, I don't know how to, what I'm talking about. I don't want the same film as Johnny Depp film. <laughs> Moving on to some exciting uh, Tom Cruise news. My Tom Cruise is my favorite actor. Um he teased a photo on his Twitter, and it has a picture of him in flight gear suit with the helmet that says Maverick on it, and it says, feel the need, obviously the need for speed, and that's when him and Goose slap fives, rest in peace, Goose. Uh, he wrote, hashtag day one of filming, I'm guessing. I'm excited. I don't know, what the, the last time I heard... The story plot that they were going to go with is 
uh, kind of like a stealth uh, story. You remember the movie Stealth with uh, Jessica Biel? Yeah, that movie was stupid. Yeah. Well, it was boring. It was its, its biggest sin. Well, apparently they're messing with AIs or something like that, and Tom Cruise, is, I guess, is against AIs. <laughs> At, you know, being in planes and shit. Yeah, that's the movie Stealth <laughs> that you just described. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they got away from that original plot story that they were going to do. And it has to do with something else. But I don't know. I, I'm just hyped that they're coming out with a sequel to a movie in the 80s. Rather than rebooting it kind of like they did with Ghostbusters. So even though they said a thousand times it wasn't a reboot. It was a fucking reboot. Says Top Gun uh, Maverick is slated to hit theaters June twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Mm. Uh, Tron Legacy uh, Joseph Kaczynski will direct it, which is good news for Cruz, who's reportedly wanted to work with the director since two thousand thirteen. Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they worked together on Oblivion. That movie was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Um, actually, it says it right here: the the end of era of dogfighting and fighter pilots. So it's gonna be more about like dr drones and shit, which I guess is fine. I don't know. Um, how do you think the second film is gonna go? You think they're gonna have like a lot of nostalgia stuff going on? Do you think he's gonna dwell on his losing his co-pilot, uh, Goose? Yeah, if they want to make money. Yeah, do you think Val Kelmer is going to be in it? <laughs> mm, is, is he going? Let me see if he's on IMDb real quick. Because if you've seen Val Kelmer lately, he's kind of been fat. I mean, he could he could drop some pounds if it meant getting the act again. Mm-hmm. Nope, there's no. Uh, it just shows Tom Cruise as Maverick in it. <laughs> That's interesting. Writing credits to uh, Peter Craig, Justin Marks, and Eric Warner Warren. Yeah, I'm hyped for it, man. Um, I know you are. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't want reboots anymore. And I know we talk about that every fucking episode, but. You know, there was talks about having a Back to the Future kind of remake with Zac Efron and somebody else. Um, there are certain movies that you don't touch. And I think it's a lot of 80s movies you don't touch. You don't touch Ghostbusters. You don't touch Top Gun. You don't touch uh, The Goonies. If they ever did The Goonies remake, I would lose my mind. You know, it's I, I know that's the popular opinion, but I think there's some eighties movies that I think they could touch. I think they could do Gremlins. I think they could do a couple other things. I think Gremlins could work, I guess. Um I don't know. <laughs> Gremlins is funny as fuck. I need to go watch that again. <laughs> do you like the first one or the second one better? I like them all. what, what is the one where the old ladies on the you know, the stair banister with their uh her wheelchair and like the gremlins fucked with it and like launched her out of the window. Was that the first one? I think that's the first one. Th that's my favorite one. <laughs> the second one's my favorite. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just uh, you know me, Andy. I'm I'm a big Tom Cruise fan, so seeing Top Gun two, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I just well, you joined the Church of Scientology. If you love Tom Cruise, it didn't much. I, I'm not into religion. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta wait to wait a year for it. Yeah, which I guess it's gonna be a summer blockbuster. On oh, a little short news, uh, the new Bumblebee movie uh, trailer came out with John Cena. Uh, there's a lot of big to- talk about. It. There's a scene where the female um, protagonist is kind of like falling in love with Bumblebee underwater, and having that uh, shape of water feels to it a little bit. And I'm like, wait, she's gonna have sex with a robot? <laughs> like, is that the vibes people are getting? I don't know. But I think we'll end that episode here. Um, Cut. Yeah, it's just, just black. <laughs> we have our next uh, podcast will be the anime for Big Trouble Podcast. Uh, I don't know how to say it. So, Andy, what's the movie again? <laughs> uh, Castle of Cagliostro. Well, Lupin the Third, Castle of Cagliostro. Yeah. I think I'm mispronouncing it a little bit, but I've just been saying it that way for so long, I can't. I can't unbreak my brain. Yep. And uh, I don't know when we're doing our next episode of Escape from SideQuest, but it's definitely going to be right after E3. So expect a... Was that? It would be Tuesday then, right? Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, Guessing probably after Nintendo, because that's the last conference. So... The only one that matters. Yeah, keep an eye on that day because that's when we'll be streaming our Escape from Side Quest, giving you a post uh, show of all the conferences and what we were right and what we were wrong about. Um, make sure to follow us on Podbean, which is btilp.podbean.com. We are also on iTunes, which is Big Trouble Little Podcast. We also are on YouTube, which we have a Big Trouble Little Podcast. Uh, channel which does both of our podcasts and uh y'all have a great day here on a tuesday later guys thanks for listening